Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon, and today's chapter, Numbers chapter 29. And I love this. I love the swagger of this. Like, this is like, this is God level swagger because they're not even in the promised land yet, and God's already telling them how to celebrate. Okay, come on, man. That That is like before the football game begins saying, this is what we're going to dance when we get into the to the touchdown. I mean, this is awesome. I can't wait to get into this. If I were to title that, it would be Party with the Lord. We're going to jump into that just a moment. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure you are liking the video, sharing the videos. If you listen to the podcast, make sure you are sharing this with people. Make sure you're leaving us a five-star review. Actually, give us a comment if you don't mind. We just want to share what God is doing with everyone around us. And I want to know at our Facebook group. You can go to Facebook and type in Bible Breakdown Discussion. I want to know... What is the best celebration you've ever had from something God has done in your life? I don't know. I don't know what that would be. What is the best celebration you've ever had because of something that God has done in your life? And I want to know what that looks like. And man, not only that, but if you've ever done, you know, you walked with us through the book of Leviticus and you saw some of the different celebrations that they said to do, man, God loves it when we have a good time and we keep him right in the center of it. He wants to experience the high moments of our life with us. And so I want us just to comment in our discussion some of the different things you're learning. Because I'm going to tell you something. The more you dig, the more you find. And so what God is going to do, we're going to start reading. You've got your NLT Bibles open. I want to see some pictures in our discussion group of your favorite coffee cup as we're going through this together. He's going to talk about the different offerings and it's going to sound very Leviticus-esque as we do this. But what he's doing is, is he's saying, man, when you get into the promised land, you are going to kick behind and take names. and You're going to settle in the area. And we're going to talk about how to celebrate different times. And we want to come together and do all these different things and commemorate these moments. And so when you see this, notice this idea that God is saying, when you win, this is how we're going to party. So here we go. Verse 1 says this. First word even, celebrate the festival of trumpets each year on the first day of the appointed month in early autumn. So every fall, you're going to celebrate the Feast of Trumpets. Jewish people, by the way, call this the Festival of Rosh Hashanah, the Festival of Trumpets. You must call an official day for a holy assembly, and you may do no ordinary work. On that day, you must present a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma to the Lord, and it will consist of one young bull, one ram, seven one-year-old male lambs, and all with no defects. These must be accompanied with grain offerings of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts with a bull, four quarts with a ram, two quarts, each with seven lambs. In addition, you must sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering to purify yourselves and make yourselves right with the Lord. These special sacrifices are in addition to your regular monthly and daily burnt offerings, and they must be given with their prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. These are the offerings given as a special gift to the Lord, a pleasing aroma to Him. Ten days later, on the tenth day of the same month, you must call another holy assembly. On the Day of Atonement, the people must go without food and must not do ordinary work. They must present a burnt offering. As a pleasing aroma to the Lord, it will consist of one young bull, one ram, seven one-year-old male lambs, 
all with no defects. These offerings must be accompanied by the prescribed grain offerings of choice flour moistened with olive oil, six quarts of choice flour with a bull, four quarts of four quarts of choice flour with a ram and two quarts of choice flour with each of the seven lambs you must also sacrifice one male goat for a sin offering and this is in addition to the sin offering of atonement for the regular daily burnt offering with its grain offering and their accompany liquid offerings and so he's saying we're still gonna have this time we're going to celebrate and we're going to have an opportunity where we make sure we keep things right between me and you so we can stay connected here we go five days after that on the 15th day of the same month, you must call another holy assembly from all the people, and you may do no ordinary work on that day. It is the beginning of the Festival of Shelters. Depending on the translation you would read, it might say the Festival of Booths, a seven-day festival to the Lord. On the first day of the festival, you must present a burnt offering as a gift, a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of 13 young bulls, two rams, and 14 one-year-old male lambs with no defects. Each of these offerings must be accompanied by a grain offering of choice flour, moistened with olive oil, six quarts for each of the 13 bulls, and four quarts for each of the two rams, two quarts of each of the 14 lambs. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering. In addition, to each regular burnt offering with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. On the second day of this seven-day festival, sacrifice 12 young bulls, two rams, and 14 one-year-old lambs with no defects. Each of these offerings um, of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and the liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to a regular burnt offering with its accompanying grain offerings and liquid offerings. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like the 12 days of Christmas, only with burnt offerings. <laughs> so here we go. Third of the 12 days of Christmas of the festival, uh, make sure that you then sacrifice 11 bulls. Uh, two rams, I almost tried to do it in the, you know, piper, pipering and all of no, no, I'm not going to do that. 10 rams, 14 one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by a prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, and in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. On the fourth day of the festival, sacrifice 10 young bulls. We're going down here a little bit. Two rams, 14 one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by a prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offerings with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. On the fifth day of the festival, sacrifice nine bulls, two rams, and 14 one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by a prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offerings with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. On the sixth day of the festival, sacrifice eight young bulls, two rams, 14-one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these young bulls now, either the offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by a prescribed grain and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice a male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. Here we go. On the seventh day of the festival, <laughs> sacrifice seven young bulls, 
Two male rams, 14 uh, one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings of bulls, rams, and lambs must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice one male goat as a sin offering, in addition to the regular burnt offering with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. On the eighth day of the festival, proclaim another holy day, and you may do no ordinary work on that day. Now, remember, these are holidays. So he's saying, again, you get off work that day. You must present a burnt offering as a special gift, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. It will consist of one young bull, one ram, seven one-year-old male lambs, all with no defects. Each of these offerings must be accompanied by its prescribed grain offering and liquid offering. You must also sacrifice one male goat as a sin offering in addition to the regular burnt offerings with its accompanying grain offering and liquid offering. You must present these offerings to the Lord at your annual festivals. These are in addition to the sacrifices and offerings you present in connection with vows or as voluntary offerings, burnt offerings, grain offerings, liquid offerings, or peace offerings. So Moses gave all these instructions to the people of Israel as the Lord had commanded him. So what's happening is, is God is saying, you about to go into the promised land. Take me with you. Take me with you and we're going to party and we're going to have some fun. Now, as we've been asking this question, the whole book of Numbers is a nation learning to trust in the Lord. And not just trust in the Lord, but then pass that trust off to the next generation. How can this chapter help me learn to trust the Lord? And that is this, that even before the victory, God declares victory. Even before the battle, let me say it that way, God declares victory. They haven't crossed the Jordan yet. They haven't possessed the land. Now, we have the height, the, the, the insight of being able to read ahead and know they're not reading ahead. They're living it in the moment. They haven't won these victories yet. But God has already declared victory before the battle has ever begun. And can I tell you, if God has promised something in your life, I know that we don't have the, the ability to read ahead right now. We're living it. But just like the Israelites, if God has declared victory in your life, if he's promised you something, then he's already got the means to perform it. And so how many times in our life are we praying for God to do something? God has already done it, and he's already declared victory in us. And because of that, we can trust in the Lord. Maybe that's something for us to hold on to today. I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to read our verse, and we're going to be done for today. Father, thank you so much for speaking to us today, speaking to us that even before the battle, You've already declared victory in our lives. I'm thankful for that, God. I pray you will open our eyes to see that you are trustworthy in all things. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Don't forget, God's word says in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I love you. I'll see you tomorrow for Numbers chapter 6.